0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين بإذن الله today we will go over سورة الغاشية الله جل وعلا begins by saying هل أتاك حديث الغاشية؟ Oh Muhammad, وسلم, has the news or has the event of Al Ghashiyah not come to you? Al Ghashiyah means something that engulfs, something that affects and overpowers everybody. Some of the scholars mentioned that Al Ghashiyah is actually one of the names of Qiyamah. Allah Jalla wa'ala is basically speaking about this event on the day of Qiyamah where everybody will be brought and resurrected. He then says yawma idhin khashia. On that day there will be people There will be faces Faces meaning people These people who disbelieved They will be disgraced on that day Faces full of sadness and disgrace yawma idhin khashia. Nasibah. On that day you would find That these people who rejected Who disbelieved They would be in a state of suffering The scholars when speaking about this verse They say عَامِلَةُ النَّاصِبَةَ عَامِل from عَمَل They would be given some sort of work Because in the dunya they didn't do anything for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So on the day of qiyamah After they are put in the fire They will be made to pull or carry or drag big big chains And they will be unable to And they will be suffering because of that نَاصِبَةَ Another opinion is When they were living in this world The only deeds they carried on doing was bad and evil and they will suffer because of this on the day of Qiyamah. And yet a third opinion is, some people in this world, they tried to do a lot of good deeds, or they thought they were doing good, only to find on the day of Qiyamah, because they didn't believe in Allah, or their deeds were not carried out according to how Allah wanted them to be carried out, then all that would have been a waste of time, and their deeds will be as though they didn't do anything. Basically, they will be suffering because of the punishment on that day and in Jahannam. He then says, They will be thrown and burnt in the blazing fire. There will be a stream of very hot water. And that's the only thing they will be given to drink. After speaking about their drink, he says, ليس ta'amun illa min they would have no food except that of a dry, thorny plant. In other verses of the Quran, Allah mentions them having different food, for example, zakum, etc. Some of the scholars mention that this could be according to the different levels in Jahannam, in the fire. So people who are at a certain level may be getting a Others at a lower level may be getting a and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. May he protect us. He then says, speaking about this food, la yusminu wa la min ju'. This food that's being given to them is neither nutritious, so the body doesn't benefit from it. Nor does it fill one up, nor does it save a person from hunger. You know, it doesn't make him full. La yusminu wa la min ju'. And this in itself is a punishment. After speaking about them, he says, On that day, there will be people who will have radiant, bright, and happy faces. Because of what they did, their sa'i in this world, their good deeds, they will see it on the day of Qiyamah, and they will see their reward, and they will be happy with this reward. They will be in the highest parts of Jannah, paradise. In Jannah, they will not hear... Anything that disturbs them. No lies, no falsehood, no vulgar words, nothing that disturbs them. فيها جارية In Jannah, there will be many different streams and these people will be able to enjoy the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فيها سرور In Jannah, for them, there will be raised bedding or raised couches, places where they can sit and relax akwabum مَوْضُوْعَ And there will be glasses that are ready. People just have to drink from them with all the different beverages that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted them. وَنَمَارِقُ مَصْفُوفَةً Numruqah is like a cushion or a pillow. They will have all these pillows which are together. He then says وَزَرَابِيُّ Zarabi is like a mat or a carpet and they will have all these carpets we could say spread out and basically they will be in a state of comfort everything there for them Allah وعلا, after mentioning the punishment of those who disbelieved and then the reward of those who did good he calls the people to ponder over a few of his signs we should remember the people at the time were Bedouins they lived in the desert a lot of times Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is calling them to ponder over what's in front of them. He then says, Do they not look at these camels? Do they not ponder over the camel, how it was created? Look at how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created such a big beast, such a big animal, yet the smallest of children can still pull it and guide it. This camel can go through the sand, it can go through the heat. This camel gives you milk. This camel, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, gives it the ability, bi to reproduce and bring more camels for you. Do you not realize, do you not look at how it's been created? Look at how it goes days on end without water. Look at how you are able to traverse the land. So many, so many signs in this camel, in this creature of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's mentioned that Shuraih rahimahullah, after reading this verse, he would tell the people, let's go outside and look at the camels, how they were created. Hence, if a person is able to see camels, even today, if you have camels around you, go there, look at them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is calling the people to ponder over these camels. Look at them, how they were created. If you don't have camels by you, you can still read about it. Today we have so many resources. Look at how the camel was created. Read about it. And you will know not only in the camel, but all the creatures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You will see how magnificent and how He has created everything to perfection. He then says, And the skies above you. Look at how they've been raised. Look at how Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala created this structure. You don't see it being uneven. You don't see holes in the sky. You don't see it lopsided and falling down from a place. Again, when we have time, we should go out, look up, look at the sky, look at the stars. Start pondering over them. Read these verses. bi you will find that you are able to benefit much more. You will find, bi that your connection with Allah... As well as your connection with the Quran becomes stronger. Allah Jalla wa'ala then says, And do they not ponder how these mountains have been erect, they've been put up, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created them. And he mentions in other verses, they are like pegs that keep this earth stable. Wa ilal ardi sutihat. Do they not look at the earth, how it's been spread out, how it's easy for them to live on. And to move around on it. Imagine the earth was uneven terrain. Every few centimeters was going up and down. You wouldn't even be able to sit or stand or even lie on it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls us to ponder over these signs. Again, look at how he starts with the camel. Something that you use or something that the people of the time were using. And we can also ponder over it. Then he mentions something above them. He speaks about the heavens or the skies above them. Ponder over them also. He speaks about something in front of them, the mountains. He speaks about something below them, the earth itself. Indeed, in everything that you look at with the intention, with the correct intention and with a clean heart, you will find that it is a sign to show that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who created it. After mentioning all this, Allah jalla Ala says, فَذَكِّرُ Remind them, O Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, your job is you are just a reminder, you are just a messenger to convey the message. It's not up to you to get hold of them and force them to believe. That is not for you. There's two ways of interpreting this verse or these two verses. The first is, as for those who disbelieve, illa man They turn away from your message. kafar, They disbelieve in it. Allah Jalla Ala is the one who will punish them. The other way of looking at this verse is when it comes to the تذكرة or when it comes to the reminder, yes, that still remains. However, when it comes to the next verse where Rasulullah is told that you basically have no control over the matter Some scholars mention that, yes, at the beginning of Islam, when the Muslims were troubled and they were persecuted, they were not allowed to go out and fight those who were fighting them, those who were troubling them, those who were oppressing them. They had to wait for the order to come. So some scholars mention that this verse was revealed at that time where the Muslims still had to sit back and be patient. After that, when Allah Jalla allowed them or gave them the order and said that you are allowed to now defend yourselves and take what was rightfully yours and spread the message, etc. This verse is speaking about that. So the reminder, it still remains. As for the part where he says, Basically, you don't have a hold or a grip on them. That was before these verses were revealed. And whatever the case may be, when it comes to belief, as a whole, as Allah Jalla wa'ala mentions in other verses of the Quran, no matter how much you remind somebody, if they don't want to believe, you cannot force them to believe. You know you can take them to the water, but you can't force them to drink. So Allah Jalla wa'ala says, Illa wa kafar, He then says, Inna Indeed, all these people These people who rejected, and everybody in general, they will return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then we will take account of all their deeds. There is a lot that we can take from this surah. One point that stood out for me when reading through the tafaseer was when it was mentioned that shuraih after reading the verse of the camels, he told the people, let's go out and see how this camel is created. So many times, yes, we say ponder and reflect over the verses, reflect over the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is a general statement. What about actually looking at something, taking this verse? I think it would be a good idea. For those who are able to see the camels or even to read up and go through how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created it, bi that will increase your iman as we mentioned before because you are attributing everything to Allah alone and he is the one who told us to reflect over these things. And you'll find that slowly as you go and as you get better at it or as you make it a habit. Every single thing that you see, you try to ponder how he created it, how its structure and system is so immaculate and so magnificent. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us all the ability to ponder over his signs and take heed, and we ask him to make us from those who are saved from the punishment and entered into the highest parts of Jannah Amin Wasallallahu Baraka Muhammad Alihi wa Sahbihi ajma'in.